Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. So, pre-warning. We are doing some live coaching. There is the slight echo of a dog barking in the background. We, uh, the team and I really did our best to get rid of that editing. And when I say team, it was just me on this one. (laughs) So I really did my best to get rid of that barking. So hopefully you can forgive me. But I'm coming with a live coaching episode today. We are coaching the lovely Sophia and we're talking about money scarcity. And this is such an interesting topic for me, especially being someone who I grew up with not a lot of money, not seeing a lot of opportunity. I was the first person in my family to go to university and graduate, all the things. So not having money has been an actual reality for me. And as I've like grown up into an adult and I've started to make money that like could support me and whatever, there was like a moment where I was like, am I actually broke? Or does my brain just, is my brain just stuck in that broke way of thinking? And many of us will have to do this over and over again. Like it's really been a process of me being like, hey brain, my brain is freaking out, but actually everything is fine. And I will probably have to do that for like the rest of my life because of how I was raised, the things I've experienced, and that's totally okay. But all of that to say that this is one of my favorite topics to coach other people on, to coach myself on, we're diving into money mindset. Now, one thing about money mindset is that we often believe, and this is the way of the world, we believe that the money, like the actual number, the figures that we're seeing on the screen in our bank accounts, create our emotions for us. And that's where we get into a lot of trouble. So we see a number and we have a thought and that thought might be negative. And then we feel that negative emotion. And we think that in order to feel better, we have to change the number. But the only thing is that we're going around the world and we're going around our business trying to feel better while we feel terrible about our money situation. When what we need to do, the core of money mindset, is whatever number is in your account, you deciding how you want to feel about it and deciding to increase it if that's what you choose from a place of calm, grounded, I've got this, I know what I'm doing energy. And what I mean by this is that two people could have £2,000 in their bank account and they could have two different experiences. One person could be like, £2,000 is amazing, I love this, I'm doing so well, I'm so successful, I know what I'm doing in my business, I'm really killing it in my business. And the other person could be like, £2,000 is horrible, this is bad, I'm failing, I'm not working, I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm going to be homeless next week, all of the things. In both examples, the £2,000 is exactly the same but they're both having different thoughts about it. And both people, because they're having different thoughts, those thoughts are creating two different emotional experiences. 
And the reason why this matters is because I'm not gonna try and say that, you know, if you're rent or like whatever, I always go to rent, I don't know why, but I'm not gonna try to say that if your goal is to create 5,000 pounds and you have 2,000 pounds, I'm not gonna say to like gaslight yourself into making that feel good. Or maybe I am. No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that you don't change the number by beating yourself up and feeling bad. It like helps not at all. What it actually does is that when we shame ourselves and when we're in anxiety, it shuts down our prefrontal cortex. Our prefrontal is where, cortex is where our ideas live. It's where we imagine, where we dream, where we get inspired. That's the part of your brain that is actually really useful for problem solving, for overcoming challenges. But when you are beating yourself up and you're in a shame anxiety spiral, you don't get access to any of that. And so you sort of guarantee that you won't be able to change the number that's in your bank account. And what happens is we outsource our emotions to money. We become powerless to the number in our bank accounts. And I don't know about you, but that just sounds like some capitalist bullshit to me. (laughs) Okay, so in this episode, we're doing some life coaching with Sophia. She runs a pottery company As you are listening to this, I just want you to be open to see where this applies to you. Where does your thinking need to expand? Where are you doing the exact same thing as Sophia right now? Let me know how you find this episode and I'll speak to you soon. Amazing, Sophia, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? (laughs) Sophia is doing very well, thank you. Um, Got a cup of tea, been on a morning walk. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How I'm really you? well, thanks. I'm really excited to be coaching you. We've got another anonymous, so of course, <laughs> your name is not Sophia, but that's what we're calling you through the episode. That's just going to be a running joke through all of these live coaching calls, like <laughs> just random names that we've decided. So what would you like coaching on today? So, well, this is my first ever coaching or yeah, anything like this. Also, first time doing on a podcast. Nice. So. Newness, um, well, I've been trying to think of a challenge or like something I'd want to be coached on and I was struggling because I just feel like a bit, I was like, what do I want? Cause it just feels like I want everything, like coaching on everything, but obviously. So I started my brand like in 2019 and then in December I went part-time to focus more on my brand, which felt like such a scary thing to do obviously it's like financially cutting your money in half and I was like oh my god what am I doing but yeah it's been really really good it's just I think I've been struggling with being feeling like really inspired and like really motivated and having like loads of ideas and being like really sure in what I'm doing and then like the next week I'll just like doubt everything and I'm like oh my god what am I doing like like panicking that I need to find something else like an investment be investing my time and like money in something else and then that kind of like overwhelms me a little bit and then (laughs) and then I'm just kind of being set back by that Mm -hmm. because it like I don't know it kind of stops me from doing the ideas or like going through with things I'm never not motivated to be in the studio and like making um, so my brand is a pottery brand 
and I'm never not motivated to be making mugs or anything just playing with clay because I absolutely love that like I'm obsessed with that part but it's like the other sides of things like that I've never really had to do for like marketing and like being present on social media um and yeah and just like how to keep myself from not ruining my own progress So um, that's really yeah. nicely explained. Can you give me an example of an idea that you're like, yes, this is amazing, I'm going to do this, but then the doubt came in and you're like, Whoa. I guess like being stocked in a shop. So I've been lucky a few times that shops have like reached out to me to be stocked in them. And then a lot of the time the shops will come with like an upfront cost where you have to pay certain amount of money like 300 pounds to be stocked in a shop for a month and then I just like oh wow I can't invest that much money because I just might not make that back and like not believing that I'll be able to get that money back um why won't you be able to get the money back it's like people not buying my work or like not selling enough to be able to get my money back okay it's kind of interesting because by not investing you guarantee that you won't get your money back yeah <laughs> I mean you don't lose the yeah, money definitely. that you have and you don't create anymore <laughs> yeah that's so true yeah I think it's just the the doubt that I won't be able to make it back then I'm like oh I'll keep that money and try and do something else with it okay. and like try and invest it in a different way but then like nothing will actually come through with that because I don't know I don't know (laughs) it sounds like you're attempting to solve the doubt with an idea like if I just get a really good idea that I believe in then I won't feel doubt and I'll be able to do it and I'll make my money back yeah versus my guess is that you probably have quite a few ideas but the doubt is always gonna the doubt is something that we have to deal with regardless Mm. of what idea you choose yeah yeah definitely um I feel like when I don't know I feel like when it's like more in my control like doing a shop update or something like that I'm more confident because it feels less um what's the word not scary there's less oh I can't think of the word but there's no chance of like losing that 300 pounds or um, if people don't buy my mugs, it's also, it's really, really scary doing a shop update because you're like, oh my God, no one's going to buy anything. And like, I've just like put all this time in taking all these pictures and like stress myself out about this. And then no one buys a mug and you're like, oh God. But then people start buying my mugs and you're like, okay, thank goodness. Like, it's okay. Um, but that feels less scary because it's like, well, if that doesn't work out, that's fine. But yeah, with like investing in a shop, that just feels a bit scary and then I think yeah I'm just limiting myself that way but then yeah I don't know (laughs) tell me what feels scary about investing in the shop um I guess it's like not knowing if the shop will have customers or people come in and look at my work and be like oh I'm gonna buy that and having to like actually make enough sales to get that money back and yeah and then 
it's just like doubting that doubt will just make me feel like oh no do you know what I'll leave it how many sales would you need of your mugs to make back 300 pounds it depends because some shops take the upfront costs and then they also take a commission so it depends on the commission that they also take but like 10 mugs okay so you'd need 10 people to buy a mug within a month 10 people yeah how could you solve for some of the doubt that you're having because right now your brain is saying Um, i might not get 10 people to buy a mug if it's in the store yeah i don't know (laughs) i guess if i had other ways that i know i'd be getting money in that month to cover that cost then i'd feel better because right now i feel like i'm really kind of starting out with actually making money um, from my brand I feel a bit more vulnerable with this mm. kind of thing so it's like finding a way to have other sources of income from my brand that will kind of give me that comfort to be able to just go for it I whereas see. right now it's like every mug that someone buys I'm like thank god <laughs> so it's like I really yeah. do feel like I'm starting out and like trying to figure out how I can make my income stronger each month so that I can kind of make these big jumps. Thank you for sharing that. So it sounds like it's like spending the money in the first place and also not feeling safe that if it didn't come back, that you would be okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because one way you could solve for it, if you say you need to sell 10 mugs, you could ask the store how likely do you think it will be to sell 10 mugs? Like, based on how many customers come in, like, what is your footfall like? Like, there's a conversation that you could have with the store. Hey, how likely yeah. do you think this is? Yeah. Not That's likely, so or very likely. Yeah, I've never thought of actually asking a shop that, them questions. <laughs> right. Like, do you have products like this already? Do you not have products like this already? And will that make it stand out? Like, who are the people that go there? Mm. yeah so that's one conversation that you could have but then there's Mm. also the conversation about how you're feeling about money in your business right now like there's a sense of scarcity there's a sense of i need to hold on because i might not make another sale Mm. this is like a big part of my income when you described your circumstances at the beginning you said when you went part-time it's like slashing your money in half yeah (laughs) It's like your thoughts right now about money in your business are like, money is going down and I have to hold Mm. on to all of the pennies and thank God I got a sale and I can't believe I got a sale. (laughs) Yeah, it is like that. And I can imagine that there's some like anxiety, tension, worry. Is the money going to come? Is it not? Is it not? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, I think that's holding me back. And then when I do have like a good month, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) that's amazing. (laughs) Can't believe it. (laughs) Can't believe it. It's happened. And then and then I still, but because of like months where it's not so good, I still feel that kind of like, okay, well, I need to like hold on it onto it because I may need this Mm. next month. So yeah, it's definitely like getting to a point where I just don't have to feel that so much. But you don't have to feel that now. Yeah, that's true. The reason why your sales are creating so much emotion for you 
and I'm talking about the negative emotion, that fear and the doubt. Yeah. It's because of thought that you're having about your ability to sell. Yeah. If you had the thought that I know how to sell mugs mm. and I know how to sell lots of mugs or I know how to make money via my business, you wouldn't have so much anxiety around whether the money's going to come back or not because you're like, I know how to sell. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I... And I do know how to sell a mug. <laughs> it sounds um... like you know how to sell like quite a few mugs so far. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so true. I haven't even thought of like this feeling around money and like my anxiety around scarcity of it as something I could change. <laughs> I was like, well, that can't be changed unless I'm actually making more money and like. Ah. Uh... Do you know what I mean? But it's so true that... Absolutely. I can change that mindset and just... Yeah, but yeah, I guess that's where the doubt is. Like, if I just believe in myself more, then everything will be a bit more fruitful. And I want to thank you so much for bringing this up because so many people listening to this will feel exactly the same as you and they'll feel so seen because you've Mm. shared this. And (laughs) in my own journey... I've been here like Mm. when I was in lockdown I started my business in lockdown and I wasn't I was a freelancer before so I didn't have any furlough like I had rent to pay all of the things so when you look at the numbers in your bank account that will feel real to you like it will be real that like you'll have 700 pounds or something it will be Mm. real that your rent's due in a week or whatever and we will feel like we need the money to change before we can change our thoughts about it. But the moment that we decide, okay, I know how to sell, I know how to make money in my business, that's the moment we get access to all of our creativity. That's the moment we start feeling confident and we start feeling like we can take risks. Because if you have an audience, maybe investing in a store isn't the right thing for you right now. But if you have the thought, I know how to sell, You can go to your audience, the one that you have right now, sell a bunch of mugs and save up the money, like a hundred quid each month, so that that hundred quid, it's put to the side and it doesn't feel like if you spent it, you know, your livelihood would be lost (laughs) or the whole world would fall down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really, I've thought about putting like them kind of steps in place to save the money it always feels like need to do something as quickly as possible or like make the decision as quickly as possible and sometimes feel like I don't allow myself the time to actually I'm like it's now or never and I rush myself and and then I think that adds to the pressure with money Mm. I'm like well I don't have that money right now so what am I going to do kind of thing but yeah saving up for a shop is a really good work around actually rather than just Mm, expecting myself to have that money (laughs) got high expectations of myself right and I have to say they're not very nice they're not making you perform your best (laughs) and listen what is so fun about having a shop reach out to you is that Mm. they've seen something in you that they could only have seen because it already exists within you and within your products yeah yeah, that's so true. I do try, la- I like to make sure I'm like allowing myself 
that to acknowledge that I'm like mm. wow this shop's reached out to me that's really really great um and yeah I do feel really lucky that it's happened a few times it makes me really happy because it, it gives me like the confidence like okay I am doing something right like my brand is working like people do want to have my work in their shops and the kind of natural growth that I get is really amazing to me and yeah I guess it's just carrying that emotion across into how I react mm. would be here's would what I'm going to recommend yeah. for you and everyone who's listening who is really relating hard to this what I love to do because my brain is a very anxious brain like it's just programmed to have I feel like more anxiety than most brains is mm. I wake up and I feel that anxiety or I feel that worry about money or whatever and I just go into a journal or get a blank piece of paper and I just write down all of the worries all of the things I don't have enough money I didn't make a sale yesterday I'm not gonna be able to pay rent blah 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 my mom's gonna hate me my family's gonna think I'm a failure like write down all of the worst case scenarios all of those like give yourself like 10 minutes to really freak out and worry go to like the worst thing that could happen whatever that is for you and then mm-hmm. On another piece of paper, write down all of the amazing things that you've got going on. All of those great thoughts that you have, like, I am doing something right. I have sold before. There's a reason why I decided to go part-time. I wasn't just dreaming. There's a reason why I started this business. And start to list out all of the wins that you've had and all of the things that make you feel really inspired. So you're going to have two lists there. And every time something happens where you feel that panic come up, you're going to do those lists again. Oh my gosh, they want me to pay this much money, blah, blah, blah. Like nobody has responded to my store launch or whatever. And then you're going to go over to the again, all the amazing, great things. And what you're doing is you're training your brain to actively move from the bad things, from those like sort of anxiety place to that confidence. Okay, I've got this. And after a while, you won't really need the paper so much. It'll be so much easier to just see, oh, okay, my brain is freaking out about this. Is this what I want to be thinking? Is this how I want to feel? Okay, what's the next best thing that I can start to think? Mm -hmm. Because then you'll get access to all of those creative ideas to help you save for the store or sell to your audience or whatever. Yeah, that sounds really useful (laughs) yeah it sounds so good Mm. so try doing that over the next seven days and just see what happens for you like what do you notice like when you're in the anxiety place like what does your brain want to do does it want to hide does it want to watch netflix because none of those things will make money for you and then what does your brain want to do when you're in the good feeling list when you're feeling confident does it want to show up more does it want to write content like just pay attention to those two balances that you've got going on yeah that sounds really good I think that's definitely something I struggle with and I've never really thought about (laughs) I've never really journaled or I've never really um yeah I've never wrote down how I'm feeling I feel like that's definitely something I need to start doing because I just get so clouded in my head Mm. and then I'm like yeah just then I overwhelm myself like I don't know how I feel about anything and it's like well yeah, if I just wake up and write it down, then I'll probably have a better idea of what's going on in my head. Yeah. And it's like some of the f- negative thoughts you're having, like when you say them out loud to me, you're like, actually, that's not yeah. true. I do know how to say yeah. 
So when you see it on a paper, you can literally go like, how many of these are factual? Like how many of these thoughts that I'm having Mm. are actually factual? And so few of our fears and doubts are actually facts. It's just our brain Mm. running wild, trying to keep you safe, thinking that if it worries enough, Mm. then that will keep you safe. No, like never actually the brain does. is a little gremlin <laughs> when it wants to be, yeah. Exactly. No, they're really useful tools that I haven't considered. Do you have any more questions about this? How do you feel now? No, that's amazing. I definitely want to give that a go and just so write that. Yeah, just writing it down and reading it back. I will realise what's factual and what's not. No, no, I don't have any questions. Just a big, big thank you. <laughs> It's um, it's hard being like starting a small business on your own because it's like you don't always get to talk this out with people. And I'm really, really lucky that I have such like supportive friends. They will listen to me. But yeah, this has been so useful to speak to you and for your recommendations. Honestly, thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you so much, Sophia, and everyone listening. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you Bye. next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the No Room for Doubt podcast. If you've loved what you've heard today, you're probably going to want to coach with me one-on-one. Stuck to Unstoppable is my signature coaching program to transform your mindset and your confidence so you can go out and achieve the goals that you want in your life and in your business. Simply go to my website at www.kyramatthews.com to book your free 30-minute consultation. I cannot wait to get unstoppable with you. See you there.